Hello and welcome to Colin Bradley Artcast. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. How you doing, Dad? I'm all right, Steve. Doing well. Thank you. Good. Looking forward to Christmas now. Yeah, so absolutely. Just over a week away now to uh, Christmas Day. I expect your family are getting hit up, aren't they? I don't really... Little Elowin isn't... Um, he's old enough to understand quite what's going on, but not fully. I think in another couple of years, she'll be crazy about it. But at the moment, yeah. all the bright lights and trees and... Yeah, lovely for her. She she knows like you know she's seeing everything that's going on and she's pointing out and saying Christmas tree and lights and mm. points out the star at the top of the tree and it's just yeah she knows that it's Christmas in terms of the there's consistency everywhere you know trees and lights and everything everywhere so she's she mm. knows that it's Christmas and saying Santa and all this kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, she knows about all of that. Um, but I don't think she really knows about the presence and the, about all that kind of thing that's coming up. Um, but yeah, she's having a great time. She's really enjoying it. Very stimulated by all that's going on. There's a lot of houses in our, in our area that have got lots of Christmas lights up and, and stuff. So Lovely. yeah, she's, she's, uh, she is enjoying the festive period for sure. Um, but yeah, it's, it's lovely. Yeah. We are having a really, yeah, really nice lead up to Christmas. Um, I think we'll probably, we'll probably be able to do a podcast next week and then we might have a week off okay in that, in that period of time in between just to give us a little bit of a break right. um but yeah yeah it's all going very well how have you been dad uh, i've been well um yes thank you uh I, as far as artwork's concerned i'm i'm uh, still at it i've um we're not going to show the finished picture although i have actually finished it now but i only finished it yesterday so uh, it, it's sort of hot on the press, but I've um, but we're going to talk about the, the, the lead up to it, and uh, but I've got a, another couple. The next one is going to be fabulous. I'm really looking forward to it. I know we shouldn't be talking about the next one. We haven't done this one yet, but uh, I've been searching for uh, I've been searching for different subjects and uh, different angles now the one um we're going to see today i've done before only once of this particular color uh, but the um the one i'm going to do next i think i've done maybe two of them over the years it's hard to keep a track you know but um this is going to be very different it's a different attitude and a little bit more menacing if i can just throw that in um, so that's going to be interesting. Great. Well, let's talk about this one then that you've done this week. So this uh, this really um, took me back when you sent it to me. Um wasn't expecting I didn't know what you were doing, so I didn't expect mm. to see this. But um, you're right, you have done a tiger like this in the past, this sort of white tiger um, colouring before. Um, but the realism behind this one, um is extraordinary and is that down to the sketch that you said that you did you you know well, is that part of it because this is a, this isn't just as the basic line drawing that you usually provide is it not at all no um i did use a sketch it, it you can see that from the other half the body um that, that i've used 
um, like shading, really, I suppose you'd call it. I like the idea of doing it like that. And uh, I thought I'd give it a try to start with. And this is the this is going to be the sketch we're going to um, give people as a line drawing. Now, when they come to do it, what I would strongly suggest is they follow the same idea that I've got. Now, they can put the lines in, uh, you know, the general lines in and then shade it like I have. The um, advantage you've got is that you can see it before you actually do it. Do you see what I mean? You could, you don't have to, I mean, if, if in the past it would have been um, two lines really representing either side of each of those um, uh, stripes. And then you basically got to get rid of the lines because they can uh, be, um, they can show through if you're not careful. But the way I've done this, if you can, if you do a very light sketch and then you go over it like I've done, it doesn't really matter if you don't do it exactly like I have. I mean, my I followed the um, reference picture quite well, but you can see there's some areas that haven't got stripes in, but I've put them in. And this is the nice thing you can do when you've um, you've got a, a, a sketch as opposed to lines. I don't think there's the only line you can see there is at the bottom where the uh, the um, leg is. Uh, and that, that's quite important to have that because you've got and it follows through around the pores as well. Um, but generally speaking, uh, apart from the ears and the eye, really, again, you've got to put a, a line there. You can then sketch it like I've done. And I do did find that very advantageous. And I think it contributed to the final effect. Um, but mm. I agree with you. I, the, um, the realism side of this is quite astounding. And uh, it's also, you, I'm using the um, light grey pastel matte paper as well. And I've been using this for a few now. In fact, the next one is certainly going to have this uh, same colour paper. It just happens to be that when I look at the picture, it talks to me. You know, I think, no, this has got to be done on this paper or that paper. I've, I've, in the past, when I've done a uh, picture, if I was doing a, a proper tiger now, we well, a proper tiger, a tiger, a tiger that we're more familiar with. That's the orangey, uh, very light colour, browny colour. Um, it would have been a sand colour paper would have been perfect for it. But it, had you done it here, you wouldn't have had that advantage you've got already. Because if you if you look at the uh, sketch itself on the on the body, you can see it looks like a, it. You've got already got the idea there. You don't have to. If it was sand coloured paper I was using, for instance, you'd have to put those get that sketch in, and you'd have to um, bring the whites and the gray, light greys and this sort of in. Well, here you don't have to do that. You can use the background colour and you can see that actually in the tiger's face. If you look at it, you can see this, that same colour, perhaps slightly toned. I put a little tone in because I do use the uh, 270, which is the um, warm grey. I use the 270 and the 273. Now, those are the two main colours that you can see. And... Although the um, you can see the light colour in the 
the head, I would have put the um, 270 on there beforehand. Then with the 273, you can add more depth. Then I would put the white back again. Now I haven't, I haven't put white on initially, but you can put white back in again. So that gives you that little bit of brilliance. If you look at the white, particularly over the eye, is uh, over the right eye that you can see there. You can see that's brighter than the colour of the paper. See what I mean? So you've got, again, you've got ways of of creating exactly what you're trying to achieve uh, from the reference picture uh, reference. Yeah, I've um, I've built a few questions up in my head. So I'm gonna gonna talk, gonna ask you. First question is: Is that that's a pencil sketch, isn't it? You haven't used a pastel pencil to no. put those markings in. Um, and in, and then, so then which, which case, which gradient of pencil did you use? Like, was it a, a softer pencil, like a B or a 2H or a HB? 2B. Generally speaking, I use 2B. It's, it's soft. If you use a harder pencil, you'd have scratching more. Do you see what I mean? You could probably get away with it with an HB pencil or an F pencil. You could probably get away with it more. But if you went any harder than that, it would be scratchy. So you wouldn't get the you wouldn't get the effect that we're trying to get when we know that when we put the pastel on. You know, that that's the key. This is this is why this is so different. It, that I had a different application. I didn't have to draw a stripe, I created it. You see what I mean? There's a difference between the two. Because if you draw mm. something, you'll be, be too precise. And no stripes on any of the animals are actually precise. They're, they're a, a variation of the colour of the animal. You see, this is the same fur. So you've got to be yeah. mindful of that. The other thing as well is the stripes almost help you mark out the direction of the fur because I can see some stripes are doing different directions. So that must help you out a lot in terms yep. of understanding yep. where painting, where the fur is going to go and which direction it's going to go in. When you see the finished picture um, next week, I expect we'll be showing it. Um, you'll see that in much more evidence because I was, you're quite right. I, that did give me that heads up, if you like on the uh, angles and I mean I'm a great believer as you know in direction of fur and uh, I think it makes such a difference to the finished um, success of the picture and that is a starting point by doing it like I've done there I've given myself an idea before I started looking at the reference picture how I would like those stripes to be where they stop and start, for instance. You know, you can see some just flitter away and others start. Um, so that is um, something that gives you um, quite a lot of confidence when you come to put the pastel on. Because then mm, the next, I can imagine, yeah. If you, look at, if you look at the body here, I've done, you can just see the effect behind the ear on the right side. You can just see... The 270, which is the uh, very light grey, um, that is in there already. You can see that, and you can see the difference between that and on the other side of the dark line. And I've also put a little bit of um, 
the dark colour in there as well. I think it was 175. That's the one, again, immediately on the right of the ear. You can see that that's darker. So I put the 275. Now, again, you can put that on if you... 175 is, is used in a way like your graphite pencil. You're using it just to tempt the idea before you actually do it. Now, normally I would say to you, when you do a stripe, you put the, the, the dark or the 273 on, you put that on first, and then you build up from light to dark. But in this case, I didn't do that. I put the 27175 on, and that gave me that, again, further indication of how this is going to be worked out. Mm. It's a longer job. The, that, that, that all brings me on to my next question, is that the the amount of colours in a picture like this, is is that um, a lower amount than, than other animals? Because it doesn't feel like, I feel like it might be a little bit deceiving in terms of you think of a tiger like this and you look at what you've done so far and you think, oh, maybe that is quite a restricted amount of pencils. But then I imagine, you know, that's deceiving in that there are probably more colours in there than people might think. Um, no, you're probably right there. Um, again, one of my, um, um, one of the things I say, and I've said it many times, is you only use the colours you need, don't use colours you don't need. And in this particular case, I had the white or the light grey pastel paper. So I had my first colour, if you like. Then you're looking at um, another colour, which is going to give you the uh, foundation for those stronger tones. Now, if you were to use 273, 175 on to darken those stripes, you wouldn't have a, 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 um, a base good enough to take it. It would be scratchy, for want of a better word, and it would be become too harsh. So you've got to put a, a cushion there. I use that many times, but it's very important to have a cushion. And the 270 is a wonderful cushion. It's like the 230 I've used for backgrounds a lot as a starting colour. So therefore, you've got the base colour, which is the paper, which is uh, the uh, light grey pastel paper. Then you've got the 270, which added, and you can see that behind the ear, that effect. That gives you a smoothness. You've got, with pastel matte paper, it's really important. You've got to build your colours up. You've got to build your pastel up. Then once you've got that in, then you can use your 273, which add a little bit more depth and strength to it. And uh, then your 175, you can put on top of that. The only exception to that rule is when you've got a very dark area Therefore, you can put the 175 in to indicate and mark your lines. But you've got to be careful with that because you're, you're not, you don't want to make it too strong. So you've got to be quite light, like I have done with that uh, stripe on the uh, um, other side of that uh, right ear. You can see that that is just sketched in, and that's how I would do it. Uh, and then, of course, you... And use your other colours, and the other colours I used would be 
um, obviously the let's go through it again you've got 272 273 175 and black now the black intensifies in the ear for instance and around the eye that's very noticeable basically that's it now i didn't use the only colors i have used in this apart from the forget the nose for the moment because that's um the pink i use but even that i only use the the um i have to try to think back now uh one uh one six two is that the pink see one six nine i think is the one you used is it or one three two one three two yeah that's one three two and then i use one six nine as a, an addition to that to make it just a little darker but that's again very limited there's not many colors uh, and then you've got the the whites of course and the grays again which also uh, incorporate the um, the the base color of that nose and now the only other colors i've used in the animal you can't actually see it here because i was working on I was, i've gone back into the face I've used a 180, which is a brown, and a 282, 182, which is the ochre. And I think that's, I think those 180 are 180 and 182, 180 and 182 that you used, yes. Yeah. I definitely saw those, I definitely saw an ochre browny tinge, which mm. is why I thought there may be a bit more going into this. That adds that realism, right? Because these animals aren't just, you know, black and white and gray <laughs> they have other colors within that fur but that 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 ochre is intensified on the when you see the the end result uh next week you'll see that that's intensified i've put those colors in to add more depth again it's done in in stages again you've got to be careful because i've got a very good effect and if i left that face as it was it would be great people say that's lovely face but you can make it just that little stronger if or, or more acceptable if you soften it a little bit and the colors that i've used there the one i told you about 180 and 182 soften the effect but not too strong it's got to be a very gentle and very uh, tentative application fantastic and the other thing i've used there is the color shaper Mm. I couldn't use, I couldn't have done this without the color shaper. And if people haven't got one of them, they're going to have difficulty in getting the effect that I've got there. You can use cotton buds, but you can't use a finger. There's no way you can get your finger in there. So it's got to be the color shapers, I think. But it gives you this lovely three-dimensional almost, isn't it? It's like a three-dimensional effect you've got on there. And that's um, that's why I think, you know, I, I saw this and thought that's realistic. It's down to that, isn't it? The three dimensional shading and the depth and the mm. the shadow and all of that's what makes people say, well, that's realistic. Um, absolutely, mm. absolutely. And it's true to the the actual um, photographic reference I've got. Um, and when I first saw that picture, I mean, obviously, I looked at the face or the, the head. Uh, and that's what struck me. I thought, gosh, I've got to do this. This is lovely. And uh, but <clears throat> what we've got 
coming up um, and people be able to see the wheat. Obviously, I've got the fur. Now, that fur on the body is much more difficult than you think it would be. All the things I've said already, because you've got several things to think about. You've got the shading one of one thing. So you've got to make it shaded. You can't just have it all one colour. You've got different um, muscles in there, which you've got to take a, a, um, account of. And then you've got the direction of fur, which might seem easy, but can I just explain to you, if you look at the around, uh, coming from the body, and then come round to the paw, you've got a swing round, like an elbow, if you like. It's not an elbow, I'm sure, on, on an animal, but you see what I mean. It swings round under the head, under the paw. Now, that's all got to follow the same line. You see what I mean? You've got to have the fur running round that. It's very, very, uh, it's very, very um, important that you do that. If you yeah, do. that consist inconsistency would show up like a sore thumb, wouldn't it? It really would show up if you didn't get that right. Mm. And that, that's that's what I've um, I concentrated on here. And then you've got the fur coming away from that, where the other side of the leg. And that goes into the body. And again, it, it comes from the top, which is more or less straight. And then it dips down as it comes round the underbelly. You've got the, again, you've got the swing round. It does, it's indicated really with the um, shading that you can already see, as you pointed out. You can see that shading already. And you can see how I've actually thought about that as I work my way round. But that's why I say the sketch is actually a very good um, beginning. And I think I'm going to, the next picture I'm going to do is actually very, very much the same colour uh, as it happens. Um, so I should probably use almost identical colours with that as I have with the, uh, the tiger. But you'll see again, you'll see the fur direction again in this this new picture is going to be much, much more difficult than this one, which is why I picked it. Excellent. Excellent stuff. Well, I um, uh, I think this is shaping up. Be, I know you finished it, but from what we're seeing so far, it's really shaping up to be a really interesting picture uh, and still different even from the other one that you did that was uh, sort of a similar color palette. Um, so we hope this has been interesting for everyone. We'll show the next, uh, the finished picture next week and then maybe... Uh, show an indication of what you might be talking about here, what you're starting on next um, before we break for for a couple of weeks. Um, but uh, it's really interesting and um, it's just really been um, fascinating to hear the process behind this one, Dad. I hope people have enjoyed it. Um, if anyone has anything they'd like us to discuss next week, then please drop your questions in, let us know. Um, we'll happily talk about them. Um, but for now, we will leave you with a half-finished picture and show you the next uh, finished picture next week um, and we'll leave it there for this week so thank you so much for watching and for listening I'm Stephen Bradley and I'm Colin Bradley enjoy, enjoy your week, week.